Hello, everyone. Welcome to this solo pod episode of the Dynamic Leaders Podcast. Before we hop into today's episode, I want to give a quick shout out to my sponsor, Sweat with Stods. Go to www.sweatwithstods.com today. If there was ever a time where her hit from home or any of her workouts that you can do from home were applicable, then it is right now during the social distancing. You can get a discount on any of her programs by entering the word dynamic at checkout. Please check out her website. The link is in the show notes for more information on what she can offer you. I also have a review highlight that I want to read before we hop into today's content. This review comes from last month and it was written by Tanika R. It has five stars and it says, I love the Dynamic Leaders podcast. Colin does a great job discussing diverse topics that can help you become a better leader wherever you serve your time. That's an awesome review, and thank you, Tanika. I really appreciate you taking the time to do that. If you have a moment and want to write your own rating and review, we will feature you on the pod at some point, usually on these solo pods. I don't like to take away the spotlight from our guest on those episodes, so this one is usually a pretty good one to do those highlights. And as I mentioned in the introduction, this is a solo pod episode. Solo pod episodes are great because they provide me the best opportunity to be timely. And with that, today I want to talk about the coronavirus outbreak and President Trump's leadership. So we are recording on the early morning of March 19th. This episode won't hit your airwaves until about a week and a half later, but that's what I have to do with the time that I have. So we're as relevant and as up-to-date as we can, and ooh, politics. Oh my God, Colin, what are you doing? Let's relax and let's pump the brakes. Let me say this loud and clear. This episode is not one to talk about the specific politics or policies of Donald Trump's presidency. The focus of this episode is on the COVID-19 pandemic and Trump's specific leadership response. This is a leadership podcast, and I have a lot of thoughts on the leadership of our president. And for those of you who are wondering, I will also preface this entire conversation by saying that I am a registered Democrat in the state of North Carolina. That's right, folks. A swing state, my vote actually matters. I have been old enough to vote and thus have voted in three presidential elections, and each time my choice was super easy, Barack Obama times two, and then Hillary Clinton in 2016. I've never voted Republican or another party in the presidential election, but I have voted against my party line in local elections, and you can check my ballots in New York and North Carolina. So there you have it. I only reveal this information because I know the Trumpsters are going to come after me, and I want to offer them something that the president almost never does, transparency and truth. And I promise I will limit my cheap shots to just that one. But my last point before I dive into the topics today is that I don't care if Donald Trump is a Republican or a Democrat. I don't like him simply because he is not a good person. And I feel as though he is unfit to be the leader for the highest office of the free world. That's my soapbox. And if you've made it this far, 
I'd like to reward you by offering some context into my beliefs. If you've turned out early or simply didn't listen to the episode, well, I can't wait to read the messages I get from folks on this. Away we go. The topic for this podcast first came to me during a recent walk. Oftentimes on this podcast, you will hear me talk about how being a captain of a team or being in the management position at your corporate company, these titles are just that. It doesn't necessarily mean you can lead. It should be, but as we've constantly pointed out, oftentimes it doesn't mean that at all. As I was walking and thinking about the pandemic, I began to think about the role of a president in America. Ultimately, I determined that a president should lead using the profile of the seven pillars of dynamic leadership. That's not to sound conceited or cocky, but the seven pillars are a really great foundation to understand what true leadership looks like. And the conclusion I came to was that President Trump fails in too many of these areas, and thus his title is nothing more than just that. He can be president because he had smart people around him who campaigned well to get votes, but he simply cannot effectively lead. And that's truly unfortunate. So I want to use the seven pillars of dynamic leadership to outline the rest of this conversation. At each pillar, I want to talk specifically about where Donald Trump has failed during the coronavirus pandemic. In my opinion, this needs to be heard. As hard as it is to say about my president, and again, I'm putting emphasis on my president, let's not forget the fact he is still my president. But too many people are so unwilling to see past his inabilities and let politics dictate conversation. That's why I'm removing politics and talking about specific actions related to the seven pillars and we'll start with courage. When talking about courage, I believe as a leader, you need to have strong convictions, you need to be confident, and sometimes you have to do things that will make you stand apart from others. In a press conference on March 17th, Trump claimed he knew long before anyone that the coronavirus would be a pandemic, except in a tweet from March 9th at 7.20 in the morning, Trump wrote the following. Quote, the fake news media and their partner, the Democrat Party, is doing everything within its semi-considerable power, it used to be greater, to inflame the coronavirus situation far beyond what the facts would warrant. Surgeon General, quote, the risk is low to the average American, end quote. There is a clear contradiction here. But further, what I believe is that if Trump truly felt as he said he did on March 17th, then he would have taken stronger action back in February. See, the first case of COVID-19 was reported by China last year, on December 31st, 2019. On January 21st of this year, the state of Washington confirmed the first case of the virus in the United States. One day later, Wuhan said it will temporarily close its airport and railway stations departing passengers following news that the death toll from the Wuhan coronavirus has risen to 17. Chinese authorities confirmed at least 547 cases on their mainland. So we've come to a crossroad here, folks. In America, we have the first case, 
And in Wuhan, people reportedly getting sick and dying is rapidly increasing. Between that date and March 11th, President Trump did the absolute bare minimum in response to a global outbreak. Countries across the world were taking extreme measures as the virus continued to spread. Even the NBA decided to suspend their season due to COVID-19 before Trump spoke from the Oval Office on the night of March 11th, giving us the first indication that he was taking this pandemic seriously. It would be another two days before he declared a national state of emergency. Donald Trump did not have the courage to stand apart from other countries that have been devastated by this virus. Trump waited as long as he could before taking the pandemic head on. That is not courage, and that is not leadership. Our outlook could be different from China, from Italy, and from other countries that are being devastated by this virus. Instead, we have pretty much the same outlook as everyone else. Pillar number two of the seven pillars is driven and accountable. Under this pillar, we have a leader does what needs to be done no matter what, and they have high character. As I outlined from the first pillar, President Trump did not do what needed to be done to protect Americans from the virus. He had the information and he sat on it. Let me repeat that. President Trump had the information about how to protect Americans from the virus and he sat on it. That's a fact. Look it up. Additionally, his character can be described as lousy at best. He continues to berate the media, contradict himself, straight out lie, and he keeps trying to make the pandemic a Democrat versus Republican battle. This virus knows no politics. It doesn't care where you sit on the agenda. Trump is so unable to see that, and the frustration that the Democrats publicly display is also shared by many Republicans. It's his poor leadership during the pandemic that makes Democrats call him out. Not because this is a typical Tuesday partisan bill. If Trump took any accountability for his actions, then he may get treated better. But if you don't treat people with respect, then you won't get it back. Simple as that. We move on to pillar number three, motivating. Leaders have a presence that drives people. They impact others with what they do. They bring others to their greatness. While it's true that President Trump did a great job motivating his voting base in 2016, little can be said about his efforts during the coronavirus pandemic. Has Trump driven people to social distancing? No. Local and state politicians had to step in and do that. Even so, you can go online and find video footage of packed beaches and other public places as the outbreak continues to grow. That doesn't sound like impacting others with what you do because Trump hasn't actually done anything except go on the offensive and worry about how the media is making him look during the pandemic. Guess what? For the most part, the media does actually just report the facts. So Trumpy, if you hear this podcast, I want you to know that you make it so easy for the media to put you in a bad light. 
The final point of motivating is bringing others to greatness. I'm not going to rehash them all because it would eat up too much time, but take a look through Trump's tweets related to the pandemic. It would be impossible for anyone to be brought to greatness with the nasty attitude he displays. Halfway through the pillars, and we get to number four, integrity, which encompasses everything you believe in and the behavior you display. You're starting to see how these pillars overlap, not just for Trump, but in general, eh? Trump's behavior during the pandemic has been in line with his behavior during his adult years. Pathetic. Besides the constant complaining and the nasty remarks, I don't see Trump as a person of integrity because it's impossible for me to know what he believes in. Since he won't take accountability and he keeps contradicting his own words, I'm just at a loss for where he actually stands on the spectrum. It worries me because it makes me realize that I doubt I actually know how good or bad of a position we are in related to the pandemic. That's right. I feel as though even if we are in a positive position right now, I'm not even confident to feel that way because I don't know where he stands. Does he think it's a pandemic? Does he think we need to distance ourselves for eight weeks? I don't know. I really don't. I will say this about Trump. He'd be a super frustrating and probably good poker player. Pillar number five is grit, where we say, as a leader, there will be times where you must persevere in the face of adversity. I guess you could say that this pillar remains to be determined, but there is no denying that as a country, we are facing unheard of adversity caused by COVID-19. Will we persevere? A lot of that hinges on Trump's leadership, which, as we've extensively outlined, is not very good. Here's one big thing that worries me on that front. A recent New York Times report wrote that a good analogy for the future of the pandemic is like pumping the brakes on an icy road. For those who don't know what this is like, if you skid on ice, you pump the brakes, ease up, and apply pressure again. Otherwise, if you just slam the brakes, then you continue to skid. Most times, if you pump three to four times, you'll come to a stop. The reason the Times used this analogy is because health experts are suggesting that the United States will have to endure a few waves of social distancing to fully eliminate the virus. As it stands, each period should be shorter and more effective since more people will be immune to the virus after having already contracted it. But the point is that it is most likely going to need to happen two to three more times. If each time is led in the same way that Trump has led the first wave, I'm not so sure it'll go as smoothly as health experts predict. Let's hope I'm wrong. Pillar number six is low-key and practical communication style. Again, one only needs to read Trump's recent tweets related to the virus to know that he is anything but low-key or practical. I want to read you an example of a time when a U.S. president did effectively use this communication style in the face of a crisis. Franklin Roosevelt began using fireside chats in 1933, 
which were 30-minute updates to Americans regarding the State of the Union during the Great Depression. Because FDR was speaking to such a large portion of people, he wanted to make sure he was understood by everyone. He used small words, and he used simple words. He kept the segments to a 30-minute limit, and his fireside chats became must-listen-to radio. Even though he was the president, FDR's leadership style made him relatable to all people, and his communication was practical and concise. FDR had the whereabouts to understand that he was talking to rich people, to poor people, to educated people, to not educated people, to white people, to black people, all different people on the spectrum of life. And he wanted to be able to relate to and communicate with as many of these folks as possible. People, we don't need to go back to the 1930 devices to know that Trump could be communicating to all of us in a much more practical and comforting way. That's all I need to say on that. Finally, we come to the seventh pillar, a high level of emotional intelligence. At the Talent 409 Leadership Academy, we say that a leader must be self-aware, have empathy, and be able to understand people on a deeper level. Look, I know that most of us have never and will never meet the President of the United States. But can anyone sincerely tell me that they think Donald Trump is self-aware enough and has the empathy to actually care about you as a person? His tweets, his press conferences, and his rhetoric always point to one person. Him. He is the only person he cares about. He cares about his legacy, before he cares about your needs, in your protection, in your safety. That's why, in the face of this pandemic, he is so worried about his media image, and it's truly pathetic when you think about it. But we've long known who Donald Trump is. If anything, the virus and the pandemic has significantly highlighted how unfit he is to lead our country. Again, this podcast episode is more about Trump and his leadership than it is with politics, but if you just listen to me speak for 20 minutes and don't feel some sort of anxiety about where things are headed, I don't know what to tell you. But if you do have that heightened sense of fear and anxiety as it relates to Donald Trump, then I hope you decide to use your voice. Speak out. Tweet at him. Sometimes he tweets back. When we are no longer social distancing ourselves, organize rallies. Do some community organizing. But most importantly, if you feel that there is a need for change at the position of President of the United States, then please exercise your right to vote this coming general election. I also want to extend my ears to anyone that is facing difficulties in the midst of this crisis. Please reach out, especially if you need something, but even if you just want to talk. I'm here to tell you that I am here for you and will do what I can with my influence to help. I sincerely hope you are all taking COVID-19 seriously and that you and your families are safe and healthy from the virus. 
And I thank you all for listening to today's very serious but much-needed solo podcast on why Donald Trump may be our president, but he is certainly doing a horrible job of leading. We are back next week to start the month of April with another guest episode. Please stay tuned for that. And until next time, take it easy.